Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Hard Truth Diamond Podcast, episode 63. Why are you looking at me like that? Because I'm just thinking what a geek you are. Why am I You certainly don't look like it, because you're so excited about our new setup for our podcast. Like this. And the, I'm not doing that. And the elevation in the podcast, and you're so excited about, it's really your podcast, because you produce it, you do everything, you order all the. But you do all the talking. Brand I just sit new here and equipment. Cute. You don't look that cute. Did you say cute? Sorry, did I? Am I Anyways, in again? I'm your host GIA <laughs> Judy, and this is my lovely co-star Colin Ferguson. Crash! That's all I want to say today. We're done. Can I drop this mic? Yeah. If you don't know, yesterday, what we've been predicting here at this podcast, now, reluctantly, we're not anti-diamonds or industry or anybody or retail jewelers. We're anti-bullshit about the diamond industry. And let me tell you right now, um, the mind diamond industry has declared a state of emergency there's a big podcast coming or or big anyway because guess what lab grown diamonds have decimated the industry the numbers are compelling you can google this yourself it's kind of over it appears like they're waving the white flag i woke up to this yesterday morning and as you know i am a student of the business and we've been calling this and all you people who we recommend it at a minimum wait to get your mind diamond because it was inevitable who said no it would never happen well how do you make a crash do we know how to make a crash you know what we got to add to the podcast is noises so when i say crash you can hit something that sounds like or i could just do it okay give it a try how's that <laughs> yeah no that's a crash that was that was realistic okay that's not a crash okay we must look so cute in our headsets eh? Nice. you look very cute in yours thanks you know that already though i'm guessing there's been a little mirror time while you were away how the wear- yeah. hair is going to be and you know all beautiful women would do the exact same thing mm-hmm. i just feel like we look very professional <laughs> and we certainly sound a lot better. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Right? It's amazing we got through 62 podcasts. But the most, and this is number 63, the most podcasts I think of any diamond company out there. I was Googling the other day. Oh, easily. easily. Right? Like mm-hmm. easily. You know, I was researching about other diamond podcasts, and there's a whole bunch coming up. Um. But I think ours is the best. That's an unusual comment. <laughs> Everybody's starting to imitate us. I know. They want to be us so bad. It's the highest form of flattery. I see these guys. And look, we don't rehearse. We don't. Well, that's what podcasts are. Nobody rehearses. Well, for it's podcasts. not just that. It's our, our TikToks. It's our, our mm-hmm. amazing growth on Instagram. It's our amazing growth globally. It's the sales we're dealing with. We're shipping to Australia. We're shipping to England. Mm-hmm. Um, 
We're shipping to Dubai. We're shipping all over the world. And we're going to be reporting on this. But it's quite amazing that we are um, we're doing what we're doing when most of it, 41 years of it, is experience that I have in the industry. And I've been so blessed to learn so much. And for some reason, I can recount it like there's no tomorrow. Oh, have I mentioned... <laughs> Yet in this podcast. And you call that a crash? That sounds like more of a crash in the thing that you had. Yeah, probably. It's over. The stockpiles are so big, they don't know what they're going to do. And it's amazing to me, again, where the blame goes. So it hit me. The, the blame this morning was, um, was uh, I, I mean, yesterday, the, Martin Rappaport, who is a brilliant man, in the diamond industry, in the mine diamond industry, mm -hmm. and I love the guy. We got our picture taken with him Should when I we were in Vegas. It? He's the cutest, most lovely man. Built an when incredible When you say he's cute, business. is it because he like comes up to your chest height? Well, does he come up that high? I'm not sure he does. <laughs> but I'm a pretty big guy. Mm. Anyway, he's a lovely. The, the man started, did the right thing. And started pricing in the diamond business. And I can remember in those days, he drew more heat than I did. This is in the 80s, I believe it mm -hmm. was, mm -hmm. where Martin Rappaport established the Rappaport Diamond Report on pricing of, of mine diamonds. So people had an idea, had an idea of what they could or right. should he be Right, he provided paying. transparency for well, diamond pricing in right, the mine based diamond on business. Yeah the four C's so you can only take it for what it's worth right. I mean there's you know I'm an expert I sat at the Bourse in Antwerp I bought diamonds guys like Martin Rappaport and his friends taught me how to look at a diamond I've had the best training in the world for a Gentile quite frankly and look what he did was amazing and I, I think when I saw Martin yesterday he was shook, and and justifiably so, because I'll say this as well. Who could ever have imagined an industry changing so much so quickly? Mm -hmm. You know, I find it really interesting, though, how it's always another reason why the prices are falling. It's always, oh, it's inflation, or it's this, it's that, it's the other thing. That's right. We know the reason. Yeah, it's lab-grown diamonds, one point. It's up to 1.9 billion mm -hmm. in revenue. That's what they're saying. We know it's more. Mm -hmm. We know every single day. You know, here's one of the biggest changes that Lab Grown Diamonds has done. And I want to approach this uh, as cautiously. But size counts. Size counts. That's it. And you're going to see if you're getting your half carat. Uh, Mine diamond. Uh, mine diamond for the price that you can get a two carat, higher quality, better stone in a lab created diamond. And no one in the world, we just did the, uh, the, the video on the 8 billion people in the world. Boy, I'm going to have fun doing a TikTok on this one today. And, and look, we're not here to gloat. Well, we're here to gloat a little bit. You're here to gloat. Okay. <laughs> because I was right. And when we used to talk, they used to say... The rocks were in my head. 
Like I used to say, look, lab-grown diamonds is going to change the paradigm. All those clients, I was, you know, clients who spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on lab-grown diamonds with us, on lab-grown, and the right choice they made mm -hmm. by trusting us with their diamond decision yeah. to, to uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I have to think about these two one-carat diamonds we just bought where I tried to cheap out, and now I have to eat them because they're not beautiful enough as ours. I mean, you're not going to wear them. Well, oh, really? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're not. You can't wear one. You have to have the most beautiful. She does because that's what we do. That's true. So, so, yeah, we thought we could get them and... Anyway, with uh, long story short, it's always about beauty. And, and that's the thing that got me with those. Their grade's fine, everything's fine, but they're not the most beautiful, and so we can't use them. I'm going to, you know what I'm going to do with them? Because they're lab-grown, I'm going to take them and throw them into the lab-grown hole in the ground. I knew you were going to say that. Because apparently there's no money back on a lab-grown diamond. There must be a hole in the world where after you spend hundreds of thousands on a lab-grown diamond, there must be a hole in the world where you can throw it because... There's apparently no resale market like, for a lab diamond. How psycho is that? And why do people believe that? Like the video we did, I'm doing videos this week. Mm -hmm. Our videos are good. Our videos are... I'm amazing. Yours are good too. Mm. Um, they are good. Why yours isn't getting traction, I don't know. Okay, but you don't need to rub it in my face. It's, I'm on your team. You seem to think we're on different teams sometimes. I want you to succeed. When you succeed, I succeed. What was I talking about before that? I don't know. I wasn't listening. Oh, <laughs> oh during your Did use... You say, I don't know. I wasn't listening. Oh. I can't hear you as well anymore with my headset yeah, on. Yeah, but it's good because then you can gauge how loud you talk sometimes. And this is the whole reason we have these. Do I talk loud? Uh, yeah. So much so that I have to shrink your voice down so that it's on par with my voice because, anyways. Well, I have two words the for you then. Speak up. Well, I can speak up now with these new microphones. <laughs> She's such a nerd, you guys. You wouldn't believe anything could Why? look like that. Why? Because I came in on the weekend on my day off to go test out these new microphones and I was wait, like jumping up and hold down. It. You get days off? Okay, we're not going there. We're not going we're not there. Going there. Okay. This will be my fault, though. Uh, yeah? It's going to hit a nerve in me. Let's not talk about it. <laughs> oh, my God. I have fun doing this podcast with you. It's yeah. what I go through before and after. Like the pep talk, the podcast pep talk. Okay? We're going to call it the podcast pep talk. And we'll do a video of this, of Judy looking at me. And this started a long time ago. Okay. This is how I perceive it. This mm -hmm. isn't how you are. Okay. Don't say anything stupid. Everything I say after the podcast apparently is stupid. So I think you have to, we have to find you a more uh, productive or constructive way of, you know, coaching me to. Yeah, as if that'll work. Right? <sighs> anyway, so yeah, so it's an interesting day around here. We're busy AF. We have so many quotes. We're trying to keep up with everything. And don't forget, you guys, please be a little bit patient with us with judy because <laughs> okay so 
let's talk about patience then because you are, clearly are lack there? it for our listeners you lack there. patience like okay. you'll send me a text message i won't respond for 30 seconds he'll do the double question mark hello <laughs> hurry up Anyways. oh my god but yeah we are busy af um it's a good problem these are the problems that we pray for right and building a business yeah. like whoever thought when we got on tiktok of all things our first over hundred thousand we're talking u.s dollars here was a TikTok sale for a lab-created diamond, right? Mm -hmm. That goes in a hole because according... That, oh, I was talking about the one where we went down in our the rock garden and we took the diamonds oh, yeah. out for fresh air because they sparkle more. And if you and believe that... You'd believe that white diamonds are a good financial investment. Mm -hmm. You know what might be a good financial investment right now? I'm not going to say it is, but I'll tell you this. Right now, lab-grown diamonds are at the bottom. This is what De Beers, who's also the biggest producer of mine diamonds and lab-grown diamonds in the world, has been waiting for. Because mm -hmm. they're going to do the same yeah, thing Yeah, now again. that they're in the game, right? this is probably the best time it's, to own. This is the best, because they're just going to do what they did before. They're going to monopolize. They're mm -hmm. going to take it over. They're going to raise prices. The stuff you hear from the industry about them being worthless and too, you don't hear, well, maybe you do hear it from the industry. We get people making comments and so far I have no takers on my $5,000 US bet mm -hmm. um, as to what can uh, happen uh, or, or if someone wants to disagree with anything I say is not accurate. I have no takers, which kind of surprises me. Mm, not me. It's just, it's indicative of how little people know about the industry. Like, we get these guys, jewelers, come on and go, A well, lot of jewelers. I know you can produce, what's that guy thinking today? For $2 a carat somewhere in blah, blah, blah. And I'll respond politely at first. I'm always polite at first. At right? first. Yeah. Then I'm not so polite. Like, I had one yesterday that I responded, you weren't here because you had a sick day. I call her sick days. I'm sick of calling days. <laughs> Anyway, I had one where my I got to it, and he was telling me what he thought, and I told him I really don't give a shit. I knew what you were going to say that. Did you see that one? No, but I just knew you were going to say that. That's what I, I know said. You so I well. really don't give a shit what you think. We're here to report the facts, and that's what the Hard Truth Diamond Podcast is. This is the facts. Mm -hmm. So anyway, what else? What else? Let's see. What else? I, I, I don't know what to think about. I'm I, Dealing with the implosion of an industry is an interesting experience for me. I mean, you know, I was thinking the other day, I've been in this industry 41 years by the grace of God, and uh, how much opportunity I've had and how much I've learned and, you know, to see... What's happened? This is like, you know, I used to go to my grandmother's in the summer, God rest her. Um, she was the loveliest woman, and I used to stay on the waterfront in Nova Scotia, Tangier, Nova Scotia, and I used to call my folks from a party line. And in those days, there was no TVs. There was no radio. I can't remember there being a radio. My grandparents in Newfoundland had a radio where we used to listen to radio. But for entertainment, party lines where everybody in the neighborhood was on and 
you'd get on the party line and you'd listen to other people's conversations for entertainment. That's and I call my mom and dad on the party line when I could get on, and I talk to them in New Brunswick, where I was born and raised, and um, good people from New Brunswick, by the way. Um, <laughs> where? <I laughs> Colin, what was the Great Depression like? <laughs> Since you were alive in those times, <laughs> you're really not funny. I How good do I look in this T-shirt, though? We're supposed to switch sides for this, weren't we? This is my good arm. Okay, just so. I thought you wanted this side so that you could show off your tattoos and your muscles. Tattoos? Don't you have tattoos right in there? No, that's... Oh, awkward. (laughs) Yeah, my kids. Anyway, I have some more too. Should I shirt off? Can I do this one shirt off? Because I've lost like I think we're kind of teetering off now. I think we should wrap it up. We have an 11 o'clock because we're busy AF as Colin likes to say. Yeah, we have a lineup of clients. Mm -hmm. Um, So... Is there anything you want to add about the crash? Where were you when the diamond market crashed? Um, home. I was at home. I was resting. <laughs> I was sick of calling and sick. But Isn't that funny? I came up with that yesterday when you were home. Someone said to me, Judy's off. Andrea said, Judy's off. I said, yeah, she's sick. Sick of calling. Okay, that's smile. Hmm. Yeah, there you go. See, it's not so bad. Anyways... Anyway, I think going forward, you guys are going to see the podcast become a lot more elevated, uh, funnier and funnier, more educational, and just overall better in every way. So I've got to do a lot better, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, to all those who made the choice to go with a lab-created diamond, boy, did you make the right choice. That's that. Okay? Mm -hmm. Like... Like, I, I'm messaging these clients because I would talk to some of them for a long time and go, really, 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 you know? And, and here's one more thing. Can I say one more thing? The mine diamonds are going to be known as the fur coats. And I'll tell you why. It's a problem for the industry. They And, and look, if you're thinking of buying a mine diamond, I want you to think about this. What they... Do I still have to do this with I actually don't technology? know, but... Here, can can I try? Let's see what that sounds like. Uh, okay. I hit the table. It drives her crazy. Okay, more editing for like, me. It's okay, because I don't drive. do enough anyways. Um, and uh, where was I? Oh, so, so all these mine diamonds that are sitting on jewelry store shelves, the jeweler paid more for them. Mm-hmm. And they're going to try to recover their money. Mm-hmm. And so if you need a quote... You contact us for the real price. Good point. Right? You like mm-hmm. that? Yeah. I'm smart AF. Yeah. Speaking of AFs. Mm-hmm. And humble too. Not very humble. Not in this t-shirt. That's for sure. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, you guys, <laughs> for tuning into today's episode. Colin, any last words? I'm the global diamond broker. I'm GIA Judy. My sidekick. Mm-hmm. She loves that one too. I'm in so much trouble when we get off here. And it won't be right away. It'll be delayed. Okay. So okay. something will happen. Wait, let me just finish this because people need to know how hard this is for me. Is It'll come out at some weird time when she just kicks my ass because it's something I said three months ago. How she remembers it, I don't know, but I've started to record everything. 
more ways than one. Take care.